muchachas y muchachos, bienvenidos a la ciudad de Tulum, México. What's Tulum, up, everyone? Mexico. I'm Peter. <laughs> And I'm Dustin. <laughs> Hope you guys know that by now. And we're, uh, we're the bachelors in the city. <laughs> But we are... I, I, I don't know if I'm going to keep saying that every time. I'm, I think you guys know us by now, so I always feel weird reintroducing myself to our us. roommates. You know, know what us. I mean? And they But know, hey. I think. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So if you couldn't tell, slight delay here in the, uh, in the audio. We are by audio and also in brain activity at the moment. <laughs> so do bear with us. I, I just feel slow. My energy level, but we're here with you guys. Yeah, we've been in vacation mode for the last couple of days. But listen, nothing is going to stop us from bringing you guys episodes every week. We are literally in our Airbnb right now. Dustin is downstairs. I am upstairs with very, very spotty Wi-Fi. We have about a two to three second lag on audio, but it is all good because we couldn't miss our time with you. And we are bringing this episode today. Uh, we're bachelors. We're bachelors on the beach, baby. Uh, Bachelors for, for on today's the beach. Episode. Bachelors in Tulum. The show must go on. The show always goes on. The show never stops. Always, never stops. Always. Last week on the pod, Jess Woods. Hope you guys really enjoyed her. It was a great episode. Uh, I just, you know, I, if you guys heard it, I just met Jess. You know, the last couple of weeks, been a good friend of Dustin's for a while. But uh, check it out if you haven't already. Check This week. We are stoked. Obviously, just told you guys where we are. We're going to talk about that, about that a little bit later, give you guys our whole in-depth kind of uh, our opinion of this beautiful city. Uh, but we have a really cool segment coming on with a good friend of ours, Kate Casey. And uh, I was able to do a, a show. Uh, I was able to go on her show, Reality Life with Kate Casey, a little bit ago. And she's coming on. That's such a good name. I love that name, Kate Casey. It kind of just flows. It just it's flows. Almost like it sounds like, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, go ahead. It, Sorry. You guys, <laughs> no, you're good, man. <laughs> uh, you guys are going to love her. She's going to be asking us Must some questions know. that you guys have asked the answers for, uh, for a little bit now. It's going to be a segment just on The Bachelor. And yes, this, this uh, show is not about that primarily, but uh, we want to give you guys what you want. And I think you guys will enjoy it. You guys are definitely going to enjoy this episode. So let's get into it. Let's do this. Wait, should we get a, should we get a margarita first? Should we get some mezcal, margaritas? Some, some mezcal, some, uh, some cohibas, you know, set the, uh, set the mood. I don't know. Yeah, we, we definitely should. Let's do it. All right, guys. All righty. You ready for uh, a, little, a little guy's choice uh, topic right now? Guy's choice topic. So um, what are we talking about, Pete? All right. So we're stoked. We are, I, especially me, you guys know why. It's a huge passion of mine. But we both love travel. And right now, we are coming to you from beautiful Tulum, Mexico. So we are no longer bachelors in the city. We are bachelors in Tulum for this week. Um, so we wanted to just kind of like get you guys excited and kind of tell you some fun stuff that's been happening uh, from our trip. But just to like 
get you guys ready. I'm telling you, travel's back. Uh, TSA just released numbers. 1.7 million people traveled on Mother's Day. That's the highest since March of 2020. Uh, so get excited. The world is coming back as we remember it. And we're living it up right now. So shall we uh, get into it, Dusty? We are living it up. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. So first of all, before we talk about Tulum, let's talk about just the train wreck of getting to Tulum. <laughs> <laughs> that it was. I, I don't think I've ever seen a fucking train wreck. I've never seen. I've ne- this is the, this is like our first fight. I was so pissed at everybody. I was I was literally literally and figuratively. <laughs> so, anyways, I've been Pete's been telling me about Tulum for a minute. He's like, yeah, I've been pushing it off, and he finally gets me to do it. And I bought my ticket this pat like a couple days before. So, all right, I'm all aboard. We're going to do this. I have my um, hometown buddy, um, Nate. He's coming with us. Hey, but this, this, this is what I told you it was going to be like, Dusty. What? What do you mean? This is what, this is what I was talking about. When I, I remember when I had to like kind of recruit you to, to move in with me to be my roommate. I'm like, dude, get ready. We're going to obviously live it up in New York, but we're going to be spontaneous. We're going to think of going to Europe or wherever, Mexico, Tulum, the day before. And so this is kind of the first time that's kind of coming to fruition. So... It's exciting. Oh, 100%. Spontaneous trips are the best trips. Um, So anyways, yeah, we're getting to it. My buddy was actually going to come visit me in New York. He was going to stay there, but we, you know, Pete talked him into coming too. So we're all leaving for uh, Tulum on Saturday. So Friday, we were supposed to have a chill night, maybe get some food, (laughs) maybe a drink, and call it a night, you know, get some rest. That wasn't going to happen, though. My mom was in town. We were going to go out. We were going to have a time with her. Yeah, I thought we'd have some dinner, get a drink. Yeah, I listen, I have the best mom in the world. So my mom offered to come out. Obviously, we have two very important creatures back at home with us in Tripp and Sophie. So my mom offered to come out, fly out from L.A. to New York, house sit, babysit the apartment uh, with the dog. Obviously, she loves the dogs, but uh, huge shout out to my mom for doing that. But anyway, so she came out on Friday. Huge shout out. Um, we uh, wanted to take her out, show her our appreciation Thought it was going to be it. Dinner, had some drinks. We took her, of course, to our, you know, our favorite local bar, uh, the Overlook. And you know what? Things got a little crazy. That was actually super cool, though, with the with the whole picture thing, finally getting to do that. They have a, it's the Bears Bar we told you guys about. And the owner has a picture, oh, yeah. actually, of my mom back when she was a cheerleader uh, with the Chicago Bears and Walter Payton running out of the tunnel. And so it was a cool moment to... She got to, like she signed the picture and gave it back to Mark, who's the owner, and that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was epic. That was epic. So as all these legendary things are going down, we just had a night that we decided we were just not going to sleep. Say, forget it. We've already if we go to sleep, it's going to be terrible. So let's all just stay up. We all agreed on it. All right, we're going to stay up because we had the wake up. We, we, we didn't agree right? on this though until like. That wasn't the, the plan. We had made it like, okay, listen, we're going to be back by midnight, by, you know, by 12. We got to wake up early. I think we had to wait. We had to leave at 5 a.m. For, uh, for the airport out of Newark. And then, of course, midnight comes and goes. The place is hopping and popping. Pop. We, uh, we do a little audible and we're like, you know what? No sleep. No sleep. Should we go, should we go to sleep? And I've never done this before. <laughs> we're not fucking sleeping. I, I've... <laughs> I, I've heard people say, yeah, it's easier just to have no sleep. Just keep going. And it'll be easier than having to, you know, wake up. Don't with, do it, guys. Don't do hours. it. Go to sleep. 
Go to sleep if you're thinking about doing this in the future. Go to sleep. Anyways, long we story wrecked. short, what happened was we couldn't find anybody. Everyone, I'm calling Pete. I'm calling Justin. Nate, I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> we, we got separated. We got separated. I'm over at one of our other friends' place. We're having like just like an after party over there, hanging out. And then Dustin and Nate, you guys end up back at our apartment. Um, and then what happened with Nate? <laughs> We're going to get to Nate. He's going to hate me for this. So I'm, I'm calling Peter. I'm like, where are you at? He said, I'm up in the apartment. I don't see you. Fucking lie to my face on the phone. Like, you're, you're not the even in our building. You Shut the fuck that, up. That like, what like, the fuck I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Justin didn't pick up. Nate, I took a shower. I come back. There's piss all over my fucking bed. <laughs> I was living. I was like, what the hell happened? And he's just laid, like, after I went to the shower, he was just laying on my bed. So he looks guilty as charged. And I'm like, Nate, what the fuck is this? And there's just P and Sophie's right there. He's like, oh, you do nothing. It might have been Sophie. I don't know. But Sophie never He was, he was very adamant that it wasn't him, that it was Sophie. Anyways, we're leaving. I call Uber. Pete's like, don't, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave. He shows up right on time because I was going to leave everybody. I was going to say, fuck it. I bought this trip. I'm going to go to him by myself. We ended up going. Pete showed up on time. I was trying to buy as much time as possible. I'm like, oh no, man, actually, so I'm not, I'm not in the room. I'm just, just coming up the lobby right now. I'm just about to get in the elevator. No shit, I'm not. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like four blocks away. <laughs> I'm like asking guy. the guy to drive faster. As I pull up, I see Dusty and Nate putting their bags in the back of the other Uber. I get real quick, you run upstairs, get my bag, uh, get everything. It already been packed, and then uh, get it back down. And then we make it off to um, we flew out of where? Was it Newark? Yeah, Newark. Newark, yeah. We make it there. We're arguing the whole time. I'm just, I'm mad. I am mad, guys. Is, I've I'm never seen Dusty like Pete this. and Nate. I'm just, I'm <laughs> cranky. I'm tired. So we get there. And, and Justin, Justin just didn't pick up. So we lost a buddy. Buddy didn't show up. Um, we get to the airport. My buddy Nate leaves his phone and laptop in TS, uh, TSA's little um, department thing. Security checkpoint. So he yeah. almost actually missed a flight too. Security checkpoint, Yeah. Long story short, we made it to Tulum, guys. We're all here safe and sound. Um, so, bienvenidos. Tulum, what do we have to talk about Tulum? Tulum is awesome, guys. If you have not been to Tulum, uh, you got to come. And what's cool is we actually just kind of came up with this on the fly. What we want to start doing, obviously, you know, we live in New York now, and that's going to be a huge part of the show. But now that travel in the world's kind of opening up, we want to do a lot more episodes about what we're doing right now. So we're going to tell you, you know, where we've gone, our, our, our favorite experiences, you know, what you got to do, what you got to stay away from, just fun, funny-ass stories. Um, we definitely think that could be a, a fun new addition to the show. So, uh, yeah, we're in Tulum now. This place is truly, like, I think just a very, one of the most magical, like, jungle vibe locations I've ever seen. I uh, wasn't quite expecting what it is like, um, you know, it's got a great, great town. It's got a great beach vibe with awesome restaurants and bars and clubs. And uh, and then on top of that, you're literally just in the jungle pressed up against the ocean. So it's it's insane. It's it's a vibe out here. It's sexy. You're in the jungle. I would live out here, honestly, if I could. Um, I don't think I could afford it. It's so expensive, though. Man, Tulum it, got all my not, money, guys. So cheap. if you see me on the streets, if you see me on the streets in New York holding a cup, Dustin, Dustin has been acting like such a baller the last couple nights. It's hilarious. And then the next, the next morning he wakes up and he's like hating himself. And he's like, I don't know why I do the things that I do. That's the worst feeling. Hungover and knowing that you spent too much money. I don't think there's one thing worse than that. But honestly, we've been having a great time. So we have one more day here. What's been the best so far for you, Pete, in Tulum? Uh, so I'm, we went to this 
amazing, uh, what was it, the one with the B, the, the day party, the, the day beach I know, party. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. I, we got to uh, get that name for you guys. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, I, I, the way I described it, if any of you guys are in like Vegas and like doing the fun, especially in the summer, like the whole pool party scene, this was probably the closest competition. I would honestly compare it. I would, I would rate it above any Vegas pool party I've ever been to. Uh, just imagine an amazing just scenery. Like the architecture here is awesome. It's all kind of like straw and wooden type buildings, but it's very creative, very artistic. They do, they do an amazing job. Um, it's got a great huge pool, like where we went and just a bunch of like, you know, uh, lounge chairs all around it. And then on top of it though, you look around and it's just like this image that looks too beautiful to be true. Cause you're so close to the ocean and the water is, you know, the clearest bluest water you've ever seen with the waves crashing. It's all white. It's just, it's such a vibe. The music's great. The people are awesome. This is a, it's definitely a trick a, to spend all your money. It's a trick. <laughs> it works. It works. I tell you, but <laughs> like a charm. Oh my gosh. I will say once you come out here, you definitely need to plan accordingly. Make sure you stay in a location where you're not doing taxis all the time. You're going to spend a lot of money on taxi taxis. I would say the place we went last night was oh my god, my favorite. So we went to this place um, called uh, Rosa Negra, and yep. oh my, we had a beautiful dinner. We're just in the jungle, and we you just. It, Oh man. Anyways, they're just playing great music. We finished dinner. We're doing some drinks. All of a sudden, like you're just allowed to just dance on your chair. Like you, you just dance on top of your chair. That's, that's, that's like a thing there. At. That's what everyone does. Everyone dances on their chair. So right before they build up the party night, they played this like intense buildup of a like a, a house song. And it was just intense. And they did it for like probably five minutes. They build everyone up. And as soon as like the beat drops, they started giving everyone sparklers. And I don't know how this place didn't burn down. It was, it was <laughs> crazy. Some of you guys might have seen it on my story. It was the most magical thing I think I've ever seen until Peter burnt me with his damn sparkler <laughs> numerous times. I don't. I, I, I was, was just, like Pete, stop! I, Every time. I was, I was about having to throw the time. I, I was, <laughs> that was the are second maddest. They are hot. Madis- that was the second time I've seen you. Man, in the last week, I've seen the two maddest moments uh, at me from, uh, <laughs> from the night before. And then the spike. I literally almost burned Dustin's face off. That's, that's no joke. And I, I did it on multiple burned occasions. But I just kept, I kept just like getting so lost in the moment, guys. It was so cool. The, the, it was the crazy, like, it was like a, it was like a nine minute song um, where it was a slow, slow buildup. And again, they start handing out these sparklers. No, they wait for the, yeah, for the, the beat to drop. But me and my other buddy, Justin, we're like, what the heck is this? This is just like a, this is a weird song. It was like a Dia de los Muertos song. It was kind of like sad or like a scary, spooky song. And then as it builds up, then we see like where it's going. And all the energy in that room just comes together. It brought me back to just music festivals. And it's just like got me so excited for what's to come as we get out of this pandemic. And then boom, beat drops, sparklers come on. And I burned Dustin's face off and we were having the night of our lives. (laughs) So good. Oh my God, gosh. That was, that was the best night by far by far. yeah I, I i yeah i switched my answer to that oh and then we went out after that so we left there we jumped around a little bit but i remember there was this guy this guy is like the fiesta bus fiesta bus come on fiesta bus and we get in the back of it's not a bus it was like a truck with like a wagon truck it was a, <laughs> we a just very shady in the back yeah <laughs> You're sitting on like the edge of the of the bed. I'm like, Dusty, you probably shouldn't do that. This thing's gonna fall apart. Oh, it was about to fall apart. But man, it, it was a fun vibe. They took us to this party, black black light, little treehouse, and people are painting our faces and stuff like that. 
guys, Tulum. Dustin was sell, was selling dreams, and he was he was having the time of his life, and it was, was it was pretty dreams. good. It was it was know, fun was a, to witness. There was a cute girl. There was a cute girl. Um, I will say this, guys. Uh, uh, if there's any guys watching, I mean, not saying that I did anything or anything, but don't let your wife go to Tulum by herself with the girls. <laughs> do not do it. Do not worry on yourself, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the song? The Tulum song. Why, Why are there so many girls, girls going, going to, Tulum? to Tulum? I know you oh. ain't got no money. Who bought you, Who that, you room? that room? That song we, we is gotta, a nonstop. We got to we got to karaoke that next. That's got to be on the list too. I w- I would say though, it's a good it's a good it's a good uh, honeymoon spot. Sexy as hell. Bring a a date that you really like, a girl you're dating, or a honeymoon. Like it, it's sexy. Like going to dinners in the jungle, dark, like sexy house music. It's a vibe. It was a vibe. It is. Yeah, it, it is a blast. We're going to be back here many more times this summer, so. We have to be. I have to. I'm so, 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 so burnt. So, no, so burnt. stop. My feet literally are redder than a lobster. It's horrible. Hey guys, so I have a very good friend that we are bringing on the episode today. Her name is Kate Casey. Uh, I had the pleasure of going on her show, Reality Life with Kate Casey, uh, a couple days ago. And we're stoked because we've heard you guys. Uh, I know this is not a Bachelor show, but you guys have asked uh, for some more Bachelor content. So we're going to give the next 15 minutes to Kate to uh, talk about just that. So without further ado, I would like to bring on Kate. Peter and Dustin, you two met on the scene of The Bachelor, Hannah Brown. You emerged from a limo, a wet driveway, up into the gaze of a bachelorette and then into a rented mansion filled with candles, roses, into a home (laughs) filled with bunk beds, probably decorated by pottery barn. (laughs) <laughs> when was the moment that you two saw each other and thought, this, 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 this dude's my bro. We're going to be friends forever. This guy's my bro. <laughs> that, you, you just brought me back there, Kate. Uh, that was a very, very <laughs> yeah, yeah, it all came precise back. Man. Uh, description. Very, very accurate. Um, Dusty, when was it? Well, we met each other the first night, but I would say we probably hit it off. We were outside. I don't know if it was in the hot tub or not, but I was just questioning oh, you nonstop about like... <laughs> You know, airplanes and worst case scenario, what do I do and all that stuff. And I think we just hit it from there, talked about music and became best friends ever since. Yeah, we definitely, I remember the first night, we, de- we definitely like chatted, you know, got along really well. Um, I always tell people, so I'm a huge Seahawks fan, right? He, he reminds me of Russell Wilson so much. I think that was like the first thing I said to oh, him. Oh, I see it. Oh, for sure. I see it. And uh, yeah, he, he had great style. I had that, you know, that suit on with the, uh, <laughs> the short pants and the white converse. So I was like, ah, it's a look. And uh, yeah, just kind of just... You know, those two people, you, you meet someone, you just connect with them very easy. And it's just a, you know, very natural friendship. And that's just kind of been our friendship as it's progressed. Now, Dustin, when you can see that he is spending time alone, I mean, we watch the show. It's like, can I have her for a second? And then you know that he's dry boning her in another portion <laughs> of the mansion. Does that impact your friendship at all? Are you like, you're on my lady. Like, I don't know how we can move forward after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
How do you feel yeah, about I mean, that, Dustin? I didn't really... I guess you try not to think about it. You just, you know, you... when I don't know. I would say in the mansion... Did you even get to spend much time with Hannah in the mansion? People? No, no, that, that wasn't, wasn't until kind of later on, later on in the season. You do, as the, as it, as you go down the line and you, some people do get feelings, my feelings weren't really strong, so to say. Um, it does still get awkward, though. It's like kind of, it's awkward. You get like those territorial instincts that come in. You're like, wait, what the fuck's going on? This is yeah. odd. This is weird. You got to kind of check yourself. But I don't know. I was happy for Pete. You know, I was his cheerleader on the sidelines. Has it ever occurred to you that the more you talk about this, it sounds like you're participating as congregants in a cult? <laughs> it does seem like that <laughs> it definitely right? listen i'll definitely say this it's definitely you know obviously it's not intended to be this but it's definitely a huge social experiment you know right. it, it you is. see i mean it's, it's probably the best social experiment out there just seeing how these different personalities interact and you put them through stressful experiences and emotional experiences and just uncomfortable experiences um yeah it's, it's pretty interesting it's challenging for sure when you're in the mansion together, when that plays back on TV and you're explaining the show to other people, what percentage of the time did you spend with, for example, Peter, for you, with Hannah through your experience on The Bachelorette versus how much, how, what percent of the time was with friends? So maybe like 30% of the time I'm with this girl that I may or may not be romantically interested in. But actually, 70% of the time I'm actually just hanging out with guys. I say 90-10. What? Probably 90% you're with the guys. Yeah. Wow. That's how you bond so easy. I mean, especially in the beginning when you're doing like group dates. Yeah, if you're, if you're not on that group and, date, oh. the other half of you is just hanging out in the mansion. Yeah, all day. So then you leave. Are you crying because your opportunity with Hannah was lost, Dustin? Or are you crying because you're like, I have to go back to work and I have just been sitting by a pool talking about the Seahawks for a couple of weeks? <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, going home, it was like you need time to like reconstruct yeah. and see what life really is after that it's like you're in a you're in a whole new world and like it took me I think I took two weeks off like additional two weeks off when I got back just to kind of get in a rhythm of things again but yeah I mean laying on a beat laying on a pool bed all day that wasn't too bad eating that for free free rent I mean yeah sign me up yeah I know it's definitely a unique experience there like getting back into the real world after you kind of like just detach from it you know for so long and so it takes a little bit to get used to it coming back now, is it a buzzkill for you guys? Because you cannot date during the period of time before the show airs and while it's airing, and you're still a contestant. So you have DMs from all these girls that have suddenly realized, though they've passed you at the, the mall or wherever, now they're suddenly more interested in you because you're a television star. And you cannot respond to them because you're contractually obligated to be perceived as single. Is that a blue ball opportunity for you? Are you like, <laughs> what do I have to do to go back out into the world and make out with somebody? I would say patience is key. You, you know, those moments are going to come, you know. <laughs> Just got to stay patient. Maybe take care of yourself. And I don't know. That brings up a good point. Dusty, what was the, so the second, that, the episode that you were off, were you just right back out there like that? Like, all right, I'm hitting it hard. <laughs> uh, I would say low key. I was probably out there. I was probably out there before, just low key with it. Um, that sounds right. That sounds that tracks. Yeah, you know, just low key. 
you know? Um, I will say, as soon as I got dumped, oh my gosh, the DMs flooded, flooded. They were insane, insane. And the age range of women that are DMing you, did you get, were you surprised to get DMs from women that were of a certain age range? Maybe women that had children in college. I mean, what was the landscape of the DMs that you were receiving? I would say 21 to probably 50 something. Get it's out. A, okay. Yeah. No. How way. many how many of those DMs did you respond to and you were like, listen, I don't know you, but I've just seen your picture on Instagram and something tells me that you and I could make this work. So why don't you get <laughs> hop on a plane and meet me in Minneapolis and let's set the night on fire? <laughs> oh man. Um I would say if she's cute and she you just kind of like the message, you just fill it out. Uh-huh. Very softly. Like, you don't go in there just balls deep. Hey, let's meet up. Let's hang out, blah, 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 blah. I think you can kind of just fill it out and see what kind of person they are, what kind of personality they have. Because some people just want to just screenshot that they were chatting with you and show people and put it on the internet. So I Oh, don't know. I believe it. Oh, that's, it that's a problem too. Now, Peter, you were had to be single for a long time. We yes. don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. That must have been torture for a gentleman like yourself who at one point was on the peninsula in Newport Beach forced forced to be you know contained to you know take walks on the beach by yourself yeah that so for me and I mean it's kind of sad honestly for how it, it kind of worked out and nobody knew so I when my you know when my season wrapped you know, wraps in like, uh, in November, you know, I was, I wasn't, you know, with Hannah Ann for that long. Um, and so we had actually already broken off the engagement, you know, maybe by the, you know, first couple episodes as they were starting to air, um, yeah. you know, for everyone to see. And so that was like a, just like a weird kind of headspace for me. Cause you know, everyone's excited about it and I got to put on a good face and everything. Cause you know, you're doing all this press and whatnot. And, um, but you know, in my heart, I know, I know how it ends and like, it's just the confusion of all that. So, um, I think that probably distracted me from, uh, just from, for, from some things. And, and then I just was really looking forward to the show finally just like being done and like all the episodes aired just so everyone could actually know. And, um, I could kind of start to really just move on. Okay. So a lot of people speculated at one point that you were dating your producer and that's because the fandom is bananas. And they want answers. They need to know that you are in a loving relationship, that you're going to get married, that you have a destination wedding and have already planned the names of your children. What is that like when people speculate about who your girlfriend is? And for that's for both of you. I think, yeah. I mean, it was, we we definitely kind of had some fun with it. I think some of like the higher ups too, like the executive producers were like playing with it when there were all those rumors coming out about, you know, me and Julie, me and Julie just are, we're super close. We have a really, really great friendship. Obviously you spend every day, you know, with them while you're filming. And, uh, you know, we've hung out a bunch after, you know, really close. She's really close to my family. I'm close with hers. And, um, it just was, it, we just had fun with it. It was just, you know, a fun thing. And then Dustin, when everybody else speculates on who your girlfriend is, does that annoy you or do you enjoy that? Um, I don't think people expect, yeah, I don't think I had that happen to me yet. I mean, Peter did because he was a bachelor, but I don't know. I guess people just ask if I'm single, but they don't really guess if I'm dating someone or not, so. So here you are. The two of you are roommates in New York City, and here's my, here's my worry. 
Okay, run this through me because this is You're my worried? concern for you. What are you worried? What are you worried about? I'm worried about this as your older sister friend. You two are roommates in New York City, and these girls, they're they're thinking that you are their future. And how are you going to make this work when you have to bring one home? They have to conceptualize being in a robe in front of the other person or, (laughs) you know, there's wall space that, you know, you might hear things or they have to brush their teeth in front of somebody. I hear a lot of stuff from Dustin. (laughs) Does this this worry you? I don't know what you're talking about. Does this worry you? Does this complicate it? I mean, this is, this could be an issue. I don't care. <laughs> I it doesn't I, bother. I mean, what I mean, any I mean, I'm not really talking to anyone in a serious manner right now. So I don't know. I don't have any issues. What's your issue, Pete? No, I, I don't think there we're it's just it's worked out, I think, pretty easy for us. And we obviously get along so well. Um, we're meeting a ton of people, which is great. Uh and I don't I don't think there's ever been any of those like awkward, we've had a couple <laughs> awkward moments, a couple of awkward moments. Um but we kind of just laugh it off and, you know, it's a fresh day. It's a new day. And, and he needs to stay away from my bedroom door. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> well, it sounds like it. Okay. Last question. <laughs> this is my last question. This is a big one. Okay. What's the reality here? You guys come off this show. You have 75 million followers. They track your every move. You're meeting women all the time. What is the likelihood that in the next two years you're going to meet a girl and you're going to want to say, I want to be serious with you when you have 75,000 DMs and women that go bananas when they meet you at the bar across the street from your apartment building? Is it possible? Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm, you know, really looking forward to that. And I think, you know, when you can find, because, you know, what you just said is a reality, um, just being honest, um, you know, and I think it's a reason why both Dustin and I have been just very kind of honest with ourselves and everyone that we talk to about, you know, why we just, you know, need to focus on ourselves, just be single right now. And, um, but when that, that person comes that all these distractions don't mean anything like that's, that's going to be such a beautiful moment. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully it's, you know, it doesn't take two years. Um, but I, I do feel like that, that definitely can come and it is possible. Okay, good. Yeah, I think it's possible. You got to find someone that, you know, is very confident and secure in themselves anyways, you know, and it's the same with us. I mean, if we're dating a pretty girl, we have to have that same confidence and being secure with ourselves that, I mean, guys are hidden on women all the time. It's the same thing. I would say, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Well, in the meantime, you're living it up in Mexico. So I will live vicariously through you. But I will give you a hard time if you. I know, I, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Don't take care of these girls. And the yes, you do know it's coming. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> no, I'm going there. You guys need some new karaoke songs. She's been hating what? on our karaoke songs, Dusty. Yes. I know. What, 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 should, what should she, we do? She didn't appreciate the the little Selena tribute. You didn't like the Selena tribute. I need you to break out. I need you to break out. Are you, what? What would you like to see from us, Kate? It's very heavy on boy bands. And I'd like for, for you but to- that's what, that's what we're trying to channel. That's, we're going for that. So in the end, the net net is this. What I've learned about you two is that you're single, you're getting a ton of DMs, and your real hope and joy, and the reason you moved to New York City is the hope <laughs> that Benny Medina walks through the door and says to you two, 
I understand that you're pushing 30, but I feel like there's something in here, in the both of you, and I'd like to start a boy band. Hey, Bam. you know what? If that happens, I'm not going to be mad about it. I would, uh, we'd be living our best life. Call that boy band, man band. That man band, man if band. you will. Man Call band. that man band, Sutton Place. Sutton, Sutton Place. place. Ooh, it's kind of sexy. Sutton Place, I like that. Ring Sutton to place. it. Place. Yes, thank Sutton you, Place. Yeah, I have a daughter named no. Sutton. Sutton this is my place. dream. Thank you. This is my dream. I know I've always wanted to be in a boy band. My, Ever oh my since my, my my first Slime. concert, fourth grade, Backstreet Boys, it's 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 been mine as well. So we're still chasing it. You're all I ever wanted. Oh boy. Uh, all I ever all needed. needed. Yeah. Do you like new kids on the block? Yeah, I love all I love all, I love boy bands. I I, I was kind of just just Backstreet. Well, listen, if you start that man band named Sutton Place and you do get a Grammy. I just ask that you mention my name in your acceptance 100%, speech. 100%. 100%. Can we do our acceptance speech right now? Can we do yes, it right please, now? Yes, please, go. What's your acceptance speech? Go ahead. Go Pete, ahead. you go first. You go first, Pete. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, guys, this is, this is, this is quite, quite the honor. Uh, I remember pushing 30, never thinking this dream would become a reality. And, and there was one, uh, one day in Tulum uh, where this you know, very inspirational woman in our lives, uh, Kate Casey, uh, she gave us the inspiration. So huge shout out to Kate. Thank you, Kate. That's it? That's all you got? Okay, Dustin. <laughs> Dustin, you're go. supposed to continue. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. This is a dream come true. I, I can't believe this in a moment. Oh, you're really selling you know, this. First of all, I got to give a shout out because this could have never been possible without Kate Casey. Is she in here tonight? Is she in here? Yes, she is. Thank you so much for inspiring us, mm-hmm. pushing us to be mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, this goes to you. That was that was bomb. Okay, can I give my speech as your producer? Was that was that good or what? That, that was, was amazing. I bet much better than Peter. Much yeah, better. Okay, that here's, destroyed my, me. here's my speech as your producer. Ready? Okay. Producer of the year. I just get it. Okay. I'd like to just say there was a moment that I saw these two gentlemen on the set of a romance show. I knew they would never find love, but I knew that they would find music. <laughs> And that music today is heard all over the world. And they may have, they may not, they may have missed the boat on the pegged pants and the gelled hair. But today they've risen above the ashes and we've seen them triumph over tragedy. And today they've quadrupled the number of women that scream when they walk down the street. And I'm proud to call them my partners, my friends. And they are a true Sutton Place dream. And then I'll walk off the stage. Wow. That you guys really have good. amazing acceptance speeches. I, I need to work on mine. You've that done was amazing. This before. You've done this before. <laughs> well, listen, I'm here for you if you ever need me. Life advice, karaoke su- suggestions. Um, I, wish you, I wish you well in Mexico with your single life. Appreciate it. Kate, let's be friends. Thank you. Let's hang out. Let's be friends. Always. Don't be a stranger. Well, thank you. Thanks, guys. Okay, thank you so much much for coming on. You are amazing. You are the best producer in the world. We appreciate you. Now it is time for the third roommate. And our third roommate is Katie. Katie has come to us with... uh, with a very important question. She wants to get our uh, our advice, our opinions 
on it. And we're going to let you guys listen to Katie's voice memo. And we'll be right back. Hey, guys. My name is Katie. I'm reaching out to you guys because I want to hear your opinions or just your advice on the situation that I had with my ex. So just as a quick backstory, we just dated for a few months. It wasn't very long. He was so awesome. He checked all the boxes of all the qualities I was looking for in a partner. We agreed to focus on school. And as a result of that, unfortunately, it just like didn't work out and we didn't have enough time for each other. And since the breakup was so not messy and it was just pretty much sad, um, it didn't really allow my feelings to com- completely go away. I, th- I feel like you know what I mean. Um, like if someone were to cheat on me, of course, that would be a lot harder and I would be able to see part of them that I really didn't like. But even through the breakup, like I didn't see anything bad. And so now we still talk. We're like friendly with each other. And if I'm being honest, we're still young and horny. So we've explored the options of just hooking up or any and some stuff like that. But I think that like I would take him back any day if I could. And the problem here is that I'm leaving to go off to college soon. And I don't know if I should try to get back with him and potentially have my heart broken because we'll have to do long distance or we'll break up before I leave or if I should not do anything at all or if I should do the hookup because in my young and immature brain and insecure brain what I think is okay well if I can't date him I can at least hook up with him so please tell me what you think good idea or bad idea I want to hear it all Thank you. All right. So, Katie. KT, KT. I feel like I assume Katie is probably like super young, getting ready to go to college. Yeah, I feel like a lot of us have have been in Katie's shoes. I've definitely been in Katie's shoes. I think my best advice, and yeah, Katie, you're you guys are young. You guys hormones are going crazy. Have your fun. I would say, do not focus on a relationship until after college. My personal advice, I don't think there's no need to. I think you need to focus on you and developing yourself. And yeah, you know, you're and your guy, just bang when you see each other. Like, no commitments. (laughs) That's my thing. There you go. That's my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Dustin, just go right into it. Um, I I wasn't going to say that, but I, I would say, you know, listen, Katie, that's probably the last thing that you want to hear. You're in the moment, you know, you're in your feels right now. It's you, it's obvious you have feelings for this guy that are, uh, you know, pretty serious. And, but listen, you are young. And again, this is the last thing you want to hear when you're young, but the odds of this working out obviously are not the highest. Uh, I will give you guys both credit. It's not gonna happen. It's not no, gonna but it's I'll not give gonna you guys happen. credit. You guys are showing a maturity here that I don't think a lot of people maybe would do True. at that age of you know putting your studies first and your relationship kind of second. That's huge. And I gotta give you guys some credit for that. But listen, I, I've been in your exact shoes. I remember I had this girlfriend, my first girlfriend, and she was, you know, it was the puppy love. That first time you ever feel something like that. It was senior year of high school. And you know, I had to make a big decision with college. And I literally was like, you know, considering possibly staying closer just because she was a year below me, staying closer to maybe give the relationship more of a chance. And then obviously now, you know, I'm 29 and all these years you fast forward and you look back on that and I'm like, 
how in the world was my mind even thinking that or contemplating that? Not that she wasn't an amazing person, but um, you're so young, you have so much life ahead of you. And uh, I think right now I do agree with Dustin that, you know, focusing more on school, going to college, you know, just enjoying that is, is probably the best thing for you to do right now. I think also if you do go away to school and you're, and you're, you know, in a relationship with someone that's not there, it may take away from your experience um, that you could be living up to the fullest in college. It will. I guess this, I know, I know young people don't like hearing it, you know, like you said, but honestly we say it because you'll have more fun. If you focus on yourself, you will have much more fun. I can't, I can't express enough how much more fun you'll have when you just focus on yourself. Everything else just tends to work out. People that try to jump into relationships young, it, young relationships are stressful, guys. You guys are going to argue, fight the whole time. Hormones are going crazy. You just, it, it's, it, I would say relationships in your early 20s are just disasters. And I don't know. If I could go back, I would have left all that shit alone. And that's not to say, like, for all, all of you that have had you know, I look at high school sweethearts and I think that's one of the coolest things in the world, right? That it did work out. That's amazing. And it does happen. And listen, maybe this guy could be that guy for you. The odds are it's not the case. Um, but, and that's, I'm sorry, that's not to be like me. I'm just, you know, just being realistic and facts don't lie. Numbers don't lie. They say, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, enjoy your time with him when you are there, you're back at home, uh, make the most of it. And look, if it's meant to be, it will be and nothing can ever change that. So it was meant to be, meant to be. But yeah, very much. Yeah, do you, Katie? You got this. All right. Um, also, guys, um, I think be. I think it'd be cool. We need some more funny reviews. I want some funny reviews. Um, we should start reading off reviews if they're funny enough. Like, let's get some good stuff. Let's make it yeah, fun and let's absolutely. read it off. And we'll add your name in the podcast or even on Instagram. So give us some funny reviews, five stars. We would appreciate it so much, guys. Absolutely, guys. Well, this has been a, another awesome time with our third roommates out there. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed third roommate. today's episode. And we are going to sign off from the beautiful city of Tulum, Mexico. So I'm Peter. And I'm Dustin. And we're bachelors on the beach. Adios, ciao. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. New episodes every Wednesday. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at reddrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.